a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Friends, welcome to a new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. We have a great guest for you today, but before we get to him, um, some quick housekeeping items. We have a bunch of really great stuff coming up in March. Um, South by Southwest will be here in less than two weeks. So we'll be in Austin, Texas, bringing you lots of great content from the Lone Star State. So stay tuned to, for that. Uh, also across our socials, there will be lots of goodies, videos and stuff. So make sure you check it out. J-Rod Concerts Media on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, and all the good stuff. Now, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is Lonesome Joy. Lonesome Joy is the new project from prolific singer, songwriter, and pianist Stevie Redstone, a wonderful, wonderful artist. Stevie moved to Nashville not too long ago, uh, a few years ago, he's from LA. He's an, a Los Angeles staple. So moving to LA was kind of a big deal. But um, Stevie, you know, in he, during his solo career, he's opened up for The Who at Madison Square Garden. Um, I'm sorry, at Staples Center. He's um, he's uh, shared the stage also with uh, Elvis Costello at the MSG Theater. So, I mean, he's, he's done some great, great stuff. And it's always great to have... Um, Stevie Redstone now is and now with his new project Lonesome Joy, and this new project, guys, you know, it's, it includes his consistent soulful vocals, those retro influences that make him so unique, and then the first single "Roll with the Thunder" is out now. It was co-written with our pal Arely Tazjan and Connor McLaren, and it was later produced by uh, the wonderful Dave Cobb. So "Roll with the Thunder," great new single, it is out now. Uh, make sure to check him out, Lonesome Music Music on the socials. If you ever get a chance to see him live, Lonesome Joy slash TV Redstone is a firecracker. So check him out and let's get on with it. We sat with him live. Uh, so here's our conversation with Lonesome Joy. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's been an active last, I don't know, 10 days or so. Yeah, it's been busy. Yeah. I mean, Rolling with the Thunder, what an instant smash hit. Oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're getting some radio play already. We were the... Um, Artist of the Week? Yeah, on, on Line 100, so that was pretty awesome yeah. on the week of the release, so that was appreciate that very much, and it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. People have been posting about it, our community. Yeah, I think so. We're getting some love and some shares, which we really appreciate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's for a variety of reasons, Steve. I mean, first of all, the songwriting is phenomenal. You wrote it with our good buddy I did, yeah. Him and another wonderful songwriter named Connor yeah, McLaren. Connor, yeah. Right. It was funny. Connor was at Aaron's house on a day that we had a write scheduled, and he's yeah. like, Come on down. My friend Connor's here. Let's do this. Yeah. And I was like, Great. <laughs> it just happened. It was awesome. Yeah, that's great, man. How was, how was it writing with Aaron? I mean, it's wonderful. Like, he is a, I don't have to tell you, like, spectacular talent, awesome. you know. And, he was a guy that I admired from afar for many years. Yeah. And then I covered one of his songs on Instagram during the pandemic and he saw it and like replied and followed me. And then he's caught wind of me moving here and reached out and 
He's like, and he's like, do you want to write a song? And I was like, yes. I mean, you're, he's one of my like modern songwriting heroes. And um, yeah, to get in a room with him, it's amazing and fascinating. Like I kind of have to labor over my lines when I'm writing and, and he just like kind of can close his eyes and just like, just spit out like full verses that are like perfect. And I'm wow. just like amazed. I need to like kind of tinker and think about it and yeah, bounce stuff that. off the walls or whatever. And he's just like, how about this? And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it's been great. And I think we've got some of the same influences and um, yeah, it's just been a good pairing. We wrote like, I don't know, six or seven songs together. And I think so. yeah. And now that, um, finally releasing music so i've got a little more time to like get back to the writing side of it i hope to write more with him yeah yeah has your writing evolved since you moved to nashville i mean i th i like to think so i like to think we're always getting a little better i hope that doesn't sound arrogant but yeah. <laughs> and i'm collaborating with wonderful people here so you know that helps too getting different perspectives Why is there like in in la or, or other musical cities mm -hmm. new york a little bit miami Mm -hmm. Why is that songwriting element not in there? You know, that songwriting culture. In those cities? Yeah, or why is it, what is it you know, you, you need to ask this question. I don't know. I mean, I, maybe, like, honestly, it might be a geographical, like, slash traffic thing. Sure. <laughs> you know? And also, there's just, like, such a concentration of talent here. Um, and I guess that just attracts more talent and more people who come here to do that sure. thing. and. Yeah, and plus, like, if you, as you know, I'm in LA, I'm born and raised in LA, and yeah, if you live in, like, Santa Monica or something, and, you know, your buddy or someone you want to write with is in Eagle Rock, <laughs> you got to plan your whole week around it. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's could be, I don't know, it could contribute, but yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, like, a lot of really, really talented people are here in town, and sure. it's like, you want to go right with Aaron Lee? It's like, okay, I'll be there in like six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, great. I mean, when you moved to town, uh, Stevie, it, <clears> it was such welcomed and such a breath of fresh air, man. It was yeah. like, I don't know, man. It was just like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it was phenomenal to have you here. Like, we needed Thank that you. color. We needed that, that crunch. Right. You know? So, so I think that's one of the many reasons why everyone loves you here. I appreciate that. But, uh, but uh, talking about, speaking about rolling with the thunder still, yeah, it's roll, roll with roll thunder. With yeah, thunder. My yeah, apologies. no worries. Uh, You're not the first person who's <laughs> done it. One of the reasons why I think you've resonated so much, mm -hmm. not only is it sonically fucking awesome. I mean, I was dancing to it the past couple of days. Yeah, but it has some depth to it, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, and 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 I love the message mm -hmm. of resilience. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, um, because that's what life is. In, to me, at least, life is about overcoming challenges and growing. Every day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> and over the years. I mean, the people yeah. that, th that think that their life shouldn't have problems, those are the people that are all, like, that's, you gotta rewire yourself. Right, basically. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, you've accomplished so much, Stevie, in, in your musical career, and also your personal, you have a beautiful family and stuff, Thank but you. I know that there's been stuff that you've overcome all the time. Mm -hmm. Where where did that fortitude came from? Did it come from your parents? Did it come from, from your upbringing? That mm -hmm. kind of mindset that life doesn't happen to me, it happens for me. Right. Yeah, I would say my parents, my family, and, you know, getting my head kicked in by the music business for a long time and, and, and st sticking with it, you know, and just life in general, you know. I found that in, in general, it's not, it's not that easy, you know. And uh, I guess just a combination of those things. And like whoever I am, I don't know, 
innately as a person, but I'm up for the challenges and yeah, I don't know. Do you come back to gratitude? Is it like to your family? Yes, definitely gratitude. And that's something I'm focusing on like more and more mm -hmm. these days is like reminding myself to be grateful for all the wonderful things that I do have as I'm facing adversity and right. challenges right. and just like putting things into perspective, like having a tough day or a tough moment or whatever, just like step back from that for a minute mm -hmm. and be like, listen, by and large, everything is great. Sure. I have a roof over my head. I have sure. a wonderful family, beautiful, wonderful, supportive wife and two babies that smile at me and give me a hug when I get home. And, that's gotta be the best. you know, that's, that's what life's about. You know, yeah. the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Those are challenges and you work through them or whatever. But I think the more we talked about this, I remember when we first were hanging out and we met, yeah. you know, the, that focus on gratitude. And I think yeah. it's so important that, and it just keeping that perspective, you know, about what matters the Absolutely. most, you know, Absolutely. and everything else is a moment in time that you work through and get past, you know, well, you mentioned parenthood and I was listening to shot in the dark earlier, mm -hmm. just kind of thinking how, how you've changed probably not only artistically, but as a human, mm -hmm. um, you know, enlighten me, because obviously I don't know. Mm -hmm. When you become a father, uh -huh. how does that change or not change, like all your creative artistic juices? Like, hmm. like how do they evolve? Interesting question. Um, I mean, maybe they don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be just totally transparent. Like, I don't know if it necessarily changed anything in the way that like I approach the art per se, like the writing. I've written like a few songs for my kids. So I guess there's that. Um, but I don't know. I'd be curious to, to see what other parents think, but yeah. one thing is for sure, like a time management thing comes into it. Okay. <laughs> like, sure. So there's, there's definitely that it's like, you know, you know, writing songs when they're like taking naps or at their daycares or whatever, because you've got to, you know, figure out that side of it. But I don't know, like, I don't know if I had a real shift in like the actual approach to the writing and the art Perfect. when they were born. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, you've had a really storied career. Like, you really have done a lot, Stevie. You know, and, and for my audience, I mean, no, no, I mean, you played with the Who. Staples Center, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've played um, at MSG's Theater with Elvis Costello in mm -hmm. New York. Just top of mind, this is coming to me. Yeah. Um, share with us a little bit about like when you look back at that. Is, is that, is there a little bit of, because um, I know a lot of people, myself included, like, you know, like I'll give you an example, that, like when I cover like the Grammys or something, mm -hmm. I, I'm always like, oh my God, I like imposter syndrome. Am I going to get back here again? Like mm -hmm. weird fucking thoughts like that. Sure. Here. Oh yeah. Do you get shit get like time, Do yeah. you get shit like that? Like you know, you played with the Who. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you look back on that? Oh, I. I mean, that night was amazing and just an incredible experience. Um, and, but yeah, I I deal with imposter syndrome all the time. You know, it's like I have these moments of victories that I try to like savor and enjoy. But yeah, most of the time I'm like, do I really belong here? Do I? You know, because I. I compare myself to my idols a lot, which is not a healthy thing to do, but <laughs> I do that. And yeah, so that's another thing I'm working on too, is like 
trying to, you know, develop this like confidence that I do belong, <laughs> you know, and that I've done some cool things and made stuff that I'm really proud of. Um, but yeah, that's a battle for me and probably for many artists. I've heard of big artists who play to huge crowds consistently and they still deal with this, yeah. this thing, you know? So yeah, it's strange. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. It's part of human nature, but uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, but um, but yeah, especially you're so established in LA. Yeah, and taking that jump to Nashville, that mm -hmm. that that required balls. I think so. Yeah, like I I had been coming here for a long time to write and pass through town recording, and mm -hmm. I and I like to say I always threatened to move here, and if it wasn't for the um, pandemic, I probably would have come a little earlier. But yeah, like. And we just had a one-year-old kid at the time, so we came here with a one-year-old and my cat, Kofax, and Kofax. yeah, Kofax. I'm a big Dodger fan, as we've talked about, so that's where my cat's name comes from after Sandy Kofax. And uh, yeah, it took some gumption, I suppose, but you know, it was exciting and something I kind of wanted to do for a long time, and I was able to make that work. So, and it's been great. I mean, productive and certainly fun and collab you know running into like like your like you said like, you know aaron lee like effectively running into your heroes on the street here it's pretty yeah you, become you know with them, which is like wild oh yeah for sure and so many new people like you know paul mcdonald types sure. like people i didn't know much about before i came here and it's been great nashville's been very very good to us yeah yeah have you have you also um learned about maybe like crappy sides of, of, the, of the music industry while being here or, or like maybe like it I'll give an example, like, a, like, I don't know, like women representation in radio, like mm -hmm. maybe seeing a little bit of like, not everything is gold in Nashville. You've experienced that yourself. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, on the like, I don't want to sound like too much of like a shit talker, but like, um, can we cuss by the way? Is this, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, Thanks for asking. So sure. Yeah. It is a podcast, right? Um, yeah. Like the sort of like the, on the management booking agency side of things i've i've gotten a little like kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth sort of stuff in the seeking representation yeah. side of things you know people who would come to my shows and have coffee with me multiple times and t can't say enough about how great the music is and the great the show is and then i'm like okay well do you want to work together and it's like keep doing what you're doing kid and you know come back to me when your tiktok blows up and all this shit and it's like so there's, there's, there's some of that that's been frustrating, frustrating not, not ideal. ideal. Yeah. That agent thing always intrigues me, Stevie. Yeah. Because um, I have a few agent friends and sometimes they'll text me some stupid like text that I almost want to tell them one day. That, that sounds like so stupid. Like mm -hmm. they'll be like, hey, I need someone to open for X, but they got to be able to sell 70 tickets, uh -huh. you know? And then, you know, I'll give them someone and they're like, no, two full And it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're like looking mm -hmm. for, dude. Right. You know, so right. I'm sure that's a little bit of what you're talking about. Like, right. Like, what is it that an agent yeah, looks for? Yeah, for sure. And look, I understand that these people are, this is their gig. This is what they do for a living. And, yeah. you know, it's more of a, there's more of an effort, I guess, on their part to help build someone's career versus somebody who's kind of already crushing it on their own. And then they pluck them and they add fuel to that fire. Yeah. But... I'm hoping there's got to be some champions who got into this because of the love for the music. And if they see something that really 
wows them. Which is you. Well, thank you. Every time I see you, and a few times has been funny because I come like midway through your set or like you just started playing, and it's like coming into like like an exploding sun. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like oh shit. <laughs> it's like I did not bring my, my, my fucking, like, my goggles in for the fucking, uh, you know? Uh, Bonnie. Yeah, um, 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, with no ego, I say I've always felt pretty confident about the live show. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun and powerful and whatever. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I've had these people come to the shows and, follow up and can't can't say enough about how great it was and i'm like okay well what's next bro (laughs) you know but um i think i'm excited about the prospect of releasing this new music and starting this new project and yeah tell me about that we'll see we'll see what kind of the universe brings us and it'll bring beautiful things i Um, think so so i I love your your voice so positive i have to say which i love and i don't think it's like fake at all like you're well very, it's not you know it, it, it's not being like you know like you know for my audio audience that may not be uh, watching i'm like five foot four i can't be like i'm tall i'm tall i'm tall, I'm tall, I'm tall. <laughs> you know it's like no that's 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 fucking bullshit mm-hmm. it, it has to be some fucking like beautiful protein to it like or else you know so it's not yeah yeah right. um so, so you're i imagine you have like two or three singles lined up and and you have kind of like a, well i have i've got the record in the can the full record okay. in the can yeah um that's right yeah, yeah. So that was. So you have a nice history with. I do, mm-hmm. and that was wonderful to work with him, and yeah, really Before excited about. Me, like, yeah, that was the thing. Like people ask how that came about. Well, it's because I I knew him and I worked with him a little before he, he exploded, exploded yeah. onto the scene and became the, Dave sort Cobb. of yeah Dave Cobb. <laughs> I was gonna say household name and, uh, but, yeah. So we've got the full record in the can, and the plan for now is to release these first two singles and see what I can kind of get working on my own. Well, man, you got a lot going on, and certainly appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, but super excited. Like, I'm, I'm thrilled that, like, you know, that you're in my circle, and, and, yeah, and, and you're such a, such a great guy, and, and, more, and a great freaking artist, dude. What a freaking great artist you are, dude. You're wow. a party. You change people's state. And when you change people's state, you change people's thoughts, and you change their emotions, and then you change their actions. So that you're helping people change the world. Wow, it's still my heart. It's true, brother. <laughs> it's true, man. So, man, seriously, thank you for thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your time here. Yeah. And we can't wait for a beautiful 2024 ahead for you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You have been listening to J Rod Concerts the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.